VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. I'm I'm basking in nostalgia there. An Almond Joy commercial on KFI. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. I was like, I was was reading something and had the station on the headphones and suddenly I could hear a a little medley playing. And it's like, look at that, Almond Joy candy commercial. Yeah, I've heard heard one of those in a long time. I remember that jingle when I was a kid. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Because you can get the Mounds bar without Mm -hmm. the nut. I hated those. Oh, you don't. Yeah, you don't like coconut, do you? No, no nuts, no yeah. nuts. I'm, I must died coming here today. Well, actually, cutting down the hallway. I was I was running late, and I was running down the hallway, and I Steve Gregory came out of his office at the same time. It's almost a head-on collision. I would have been wiped out. I would. <laughs> That's been, very dramatic. I, no, it's well. You're right. you, somebody in the hallway almost ran well, into you, Steve. I mean, that's a fat joke. Huh? No, I didn't, I didn't call him fat. He's just well, you, big and you're strong. You're implying that, yes, if no, Deborah Mark ran into you, you wouldn't die, but Steve Gregory will kill you. That's so rude, John. I'm not just telling you that I... Anybody were, else, you wouldn't have told the story. There would have Anybody been, else, there, you wouldn't have told the story. Because he's, he's a big guy. That's what I said, but you tried to I, say, I, oh, I, well, I, no. Well, he's, he's, he's a big guy. That's all I said. We're glad you're okay, John. It was close. My heart's still beating too quickly. Um... We have breaking news on the John and Ken show, and it's not good. Let's go right to the audio from President Biden from this afternoon. Can we play that, Eric? My mother drove us, and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time. Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. There you go. He has cancer. The White House, you imagine what that's like to be in the White House communications office. 
You know he's out there, right, for the day, and he's right. going to speak publicly, and you're like, oh, God, what's it going to be today that we have to, let's use the phrase, walk back. Oh, geez, he just announced he has cancer. That's somebody, somebody, somebody must have screamed, what? I didn't see that one coming. He announced he has cancer? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. Uh, that's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time have cancer had the highest cancer rate in the nation. Present tense. Have yes. cancer. There was alarms going off. Many media outlets jumped right in the story. In fact, one, the Daily Wire called it breaking news. Biden appears to admit he has cancer. Mm. So the context of this is uh, climate change. He went to Massachusetts. He's standing uh, in a place where apparently there's oil refineries. Mm hmm behind him we got to have him somewhere it's like it looked like he's standing in the desert but you can see the big oil refinery rigs behind him whatever those things are and uh well he, he decided to uh get really dramatic and talk about the dangers i guess of uh, refineries in the neighborhood because that part at the beginning if you didn't understand someone else had said that you know they remember getting up and they'd have to use the wipers because the oil residue gets on their windshields uh -huh. you know the thing is you know how you know what he had i don't know what he has now because they're not they wouldn't tell the truth anyway at the white well they've clarified it but yeah well yeah if they're telling the truth but i don't believe anything they say is right. that he had uh skin cancer years ago but that be that's because he was out in the sun a lot when he was young which um, is common which right. is common and has nothing to do with oil mist and uh whatever refineries refineries it, right. it's just he just He's he, he's senile, and even on a good day, he BSs a lot. He'll just well, the, say anything to make a point, and much of the time, it's it's false. Right. It's the random rumblings within his brain, no, and he's I, like, "Oh, I can be really cool here." He's wearing these big sunglasses. I've known he's a like, I can really relate to this. Uh, I and many I know had cancers. I know a couple no, of people like this. When they want to win a point, they'll say anything. Just, just throw <laughs> something that in the moment you can't prove or disprove. But you know they're full of it, and if you go do look it up, you'll find out. Oh, they made that up. Yeah, the and that, that's the, very common in human nature. They dug up Biden's doctor, Kevin O'Connor, issued a health report last year that did not refer to the president as suffering from any current cancers. The report does attribute Biden's skin cancer to time in the sun rather than the result of exposure. In fact, O'Connor wrote, it's well established the president did spend a good deal of time in the sun in his youth. So on top of on top of claiming he has cancer now in the present when when he doesn't he blamed whatever cancer he had uh falsely on the oil refineries when it was he was too stupid to put sunscreen on when he was when he was young yeah that's the linkage he was making yeah he was uh, yeah. remember he was a pool lifeguard he told right, some weird exactly. story about a couple of weird stories about being a pool lifeguard uh, when he was a teenager or something like yeah. that. I remember so, that when he was on the campaign trail in 2020, <laughs> some weird stuff came so, out. So a guy who can't be truthful about whether he's got cancer or not and how he got the cancer years ago, yeah, I'm going to listen to him about uh, shutting down oil refineries. Sure thing. Oh, he was at a former coal power plant that's being converted to support offshore wind farms in Massachusetts. Yeah, okay. So, so that was the... Uh, that'll work. The public spectacle of this. <laughs> did, you, did you see Europe is in a panic today? They're going to have to ration natural gas. Looks like the entire continent is going to have to cut their natural gas by at least 15% because Russia is, uh, is shutting off the spigot.
Yeah, well, apparently Putin said for now we're going to continue to supply Europe, but, you know, that could change, and obviously it will change. Right. They're expecting it to change, and so they want everybody to cut back by 15% for next spring. Now, you would think, since the United States is sitting on a gigantic reservoir of natural gas, one thing we've got in this country is just oceans of natural gas underground, but uh, the governments uh, and the environmental whack jobs have kept— processing facilities uh, from being built at the ports. So it's it's difficult to send gas from the U.S. to Europe because they just don't have the infrastructure to send it out and take it in. Right. And so, and isn't that the whole debate over fracking, too, that they don't well, like? You can, get, you can get natural gas out of fracking, yeah. So you are going to see now... Fracking causes earthquakes, don't you know? Right. <laughs> uh, show me that one. <laughs> show me. Yeah, show me. I, I think I was about, just trying to wake up Deborah Mark. But, I'm up. So you're going to see all these like stupid philosophies, all these stupid decisions that pile on decade after decade. It's going to lead to some big boom. And the big boom is going to be, you know, come wintertime when the, Europe is going to need an enormous amount of natural gas and that maybe they have a really bad cold snap, then you're going to hear everybody bent over and wailing. Uh, and it's their yeah. own fault. For I'm all afraid the own... world still runs on fossil fuels, no matter how much we want to talk about these alternative no. energies. You know, he, ta he, he talks about, you know, the dangers of, uh, Biden was talking about dangers of you know, having an oil refinery in your town. Do you know what the dangers would be if we had no fossil fuels? We, we would, do you know how much poverty we would have? We'd have so much poverty. We'd have so much starvation. We'd have so much disease. We'd have so much death. The dividing line between uh, primitive old life and modern life is the ability to burn fossil fuels. That's why we live as comfortably as we do. That's why we're healthy. That's why we have a lot of good food. And that's why we have a huge, strong economy. It's because of fossil fuels. And I, I just hear this stuff, and it's like you are all, you all know better. You all know better. You're just pandering to idiots. And he's still being pushed down this road due to all the progressives around him. This stuff does not cut it with the American public. No. Uh, the latest polls showed climate change was a blip on people's minds. Oh, my God. It's at the bottom of the list. They're not, uh, they're not saying, well, isn't Biden talking more about climate no. change? And what we're going to do to get more wind power? What, I am, saying what I'm fascinated by is uh, with, with all the polling on what people care about and its inflation in the economy, right? I mean, overwhelming. Oh, I numbers. saw a poll the other day. It was like 97% said inflation and yeah. prices are their top thing right. on their mind. Yeah, 97%. And I, I, it, it, like it doesn't. And they're going to get destroyed in the November elections. And he's still going out making up nonsense about how oil refineries gave him cancer. I, 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 don't, I can't think of anybody in public life who has as much responsibility as he does, who has been so disconnected from reality. It's like he lives in this own little weird bubble where he just makes things up and gives speeches on stuff that doesn't matter, stuff that's never going to happen. Meantime, everybody out, outside the bubble is screaming. It's like, hey, 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 prices are going up uh, 10, 20, 30 percent. Hey, we can't afford this. Hey. And he and his staff are completely shut out from what's going on in the world. I, I, I don't know how that happens. I mean, these are willful acts that this, this administration is committing every day. Like when they get up in the morning, what, 
Is this really what they talk about? Yeah, we're going to send the president, uh, we're going to send POTUS over in, in Massachusetts, and he's going to give a speech about climate change and how oil refineries are bad and how he had cancer. Okay. No, they didn't plan that part. Yeah, you do that. You, you he, keep he pulled planning. the fast one on, and they're like, what? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, that's going to be a really quick turnaround. We'll be going to right back. I swear to you, it's going to be really fast. And you'll have a shot at some money. Oh, good. So don't go anywhere. The keyword's coming up next. John and Ken show. All right. Well, the issue that, of course, Biden never talks about, and a lot of the media does not cover, is the border. And the situation is... <laughs> We are on track this year for an even bigger number of migrants into the United States than last year, which was like a record, Biden's first year as president. How many times have we told you it's because the signal worldwide is, come on in, we got a different president, you're welcome. What we have going on this week is a number of mayors, especially in Democratic cities. The New York mayor, Eric Adams, said that suddenly they have 2,800 Asylum seekers entering their homeless shelters in recent weeks. Imagine that. <laughs> Something an extra 3,000 people that are not homeless from the streets of New York. They were sent there by the federal government. Oh, but you'll be told. That's what they're doing. They're doing these late night flights and they're just dumping the migrants in cities around the U.S. Right. But, you, you know, when when you complain about the homeless, you'll get these uh, same idiots saying, well, you know, it's because of rising rents in New York City. <laughs> No, it's 2,800 uh, illegal migrants that poured into the city. That's what's causing the homeless shelter. uh, Imagine being an illegal immigrant from Mexico and you show up at the border and they detain you. And then they just they stick you on a flight and drop you in Manhattan. I mean, and if you don't know anybody, what are you going to do? You probably are going to look for some sort of public help. And he described them as asylum seekers, so they must have come forward and said, I don't have any means. I, I, I'm looking for... Because, I'm, again, they've been released well, pending now, some sort of court date. Now, Texas and Arizona have been putting up with this for a year and a half, and they've constantly complained to the Biden administration about it, and the Biden administration gives them, uh, gives them silence. They get the dial tone when they call. <laughs> the, 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 no help, and then uh, they demonize... Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor in Texas, and Doug Ducey's the governor in Arizona. Those two get demonized by the Biden White House, that they're cruel and uncaring. But now that they've shown up in New York City, the Biden administration says, well, we're going to arrange you know, help as quickly as we can. The other place they're showing up is Washington, D.C. They have a representative to Congress by the name of Eleanor Holmes Norton. She announced emergency spending legislation. To, to, get to, to reimburse the district for handling all the newcomers. However, she's blaming Texas and Arizona. The people that John just mentioned have been uh, engaging in putting the migrants on buses and sending them okay. to Biden's uh, workplace. This, this is so rich. It shows you everything that's stupid about politics. The migrants obviously come to Texas and Arizona. The governors say, hey, we can't handle all these people. Put them on buses to Washington. Now the Washington representative is going, well, wait a second. This problem's from Arizona and Texas. You know, we need emergency legislation. We need reimbursement. Well, (laughs) that's the reimbursement that you won't give Texas and Arizona. You know, it's good that they sent them to Washington, D.C. Now all of a sudden, I can't believe this. Look at all these migrants running around. 
Well, where do you? There's been like two million of them over the last year and a half. What'd you? Where'd you? What did you think was going to happen? They have to go somewhere if you're not turning them away. And the Biden administration doesn't want to do that anymore. They want to reverse all of the Trump policies. And, of course, the Supreme Court made oh. a decision on Remain in Mexico, which was not good. Now, when it's, so, in the, it's in their East Coast cities, now they're aghast. They can't believe it. How could the governors of Texas and Arizona do this to us? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, these are just such dreadful human beings. Texas is taking credit for uh, 135 busloads, 5,100 migrants that they have sent from Texas to Washington, D.C. Arizona says they sent about 1,100 migrants. Look at that. And they're filling up the homeless shelters. And, oh. and now all the politicians in Washington and New York are in shock. Oh, wait. I, uh, only Texas and Arizona was supposed to, supposed to take the burden, right? Now, supposedly it's voluntary. The migrants are asked, how would you like to go to New York City? How would you like to go to Washington, D.C.? And supposedly they say yes. I don't think they're being shoved onto the buses. Maybe they don't completely understand American law and customs, and they just think this is part of how yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to Washington. That's where the big politicians are, of course. They, yes. want, to, they want to process us. Uh, what Adams said is interesting. He doesn't question the illegal immigrants' decision to end up in New York, but he says they get there, and they say they have a claim of asylum and a right to lodging. A right to lodging. Yes, that's what... Is that in the Constitution, too? Uh, Back to your homeless issue. A right to lodging. Yes. Everybody has a right to a home. Nobody has a responsibility to work for the home. Anybody who shows up on land here, it's like, hey, I want a home. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How big would you like the home? Would you like an ocean view? That's right. I don't, and I actually don't want to be in a shelter. I want to have my own apartment mm-hmm. or actually my own house built. Sh- shelters are crowdy and smelly and noisy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, people are taking drugs and they have dogs. And, yeah, no, no hotel rooms either. I don't want that. That's right. I'd like a three-bedroom. Uh, he says they're showing up at homeless shelters. And, and he says the city does have a moral and legal obligation to deliver services them, for them. But he <laughs> says... They may have to cut back because they don't have the money oh, to support right. thousands that's, of people. Showing right. twenty eight hundred people. That's right. Arizona and Texas are supposed to pay. Those taxpayers are supposed to pay for everybody, right? Not New York, not Washington D.C. What's going on here? Wait, wait, we're the East Coast elites. We don't pay for this stuff. We make all the unwashed riffraff in Texas and Arizona pay for it. So, part of the plan here by Texas and Arizona was to make Washington, D.C. feel the effects of a bunch of migrants coming in all at once, and maybe that'll shake them up to understanding what those states are going through. Because as John said, they've taken the brunt of this, because a lot of times migrants released just end up wherever, Texas and Arizona are the two main crossing points right now, so they just stay nearby. But others are being shipped to other parts of the country. You can't take two million people in, <laughs> you know, in a, in a year and a half. There's, there's nowhere to put them. Literally no physical space to put them. So, of course, they end up on the streets. Of course, they're piling into homeless shelters. Well, that, you know, that's the best thing that uh, Greg Abbott and Doug Ducey did. Just stick it to New York and Washington. Here, this is your mess. This is your policy. You figure it out. Yeah, they have a picture of a whole bunch of migrants. I guess they're in some sort of processing room in New York. (laughs) Sitting there in folding chairs, I guess, Mm -hmm. waiting to be called because they're looking for housing. They're looking for aid. Um Gee, I don't know. I thought that we're usually told that migrants come here to work and Mm. they don't necessarily want to take government assistance. They want to get right in there and maybe find a job washing dishes or something and (laughs) and digging in. Yeah. Now, I don't know. This this crowd are just lined right up for aid. Are we going to see these Democratic mayors now demand uh, that the border be sealed? I doubt (laughs) it. That this is outrageous and. 
<laughs> no, I think they see this as an obligation to the world that we have to take on oh, all the world's good. needy then you and take, just find a way to spend no, the money on them. You take that obligation on. Uh, every, everybody else is going to shirk uh, their responsibilities for a while. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, day after tomorrow brings us back to the voice line. You can leave a message in the iHeartRadio app using a little microphone icon. Talk back to the John and Ken show. Yell at us or somebody in the news you want to yell at. Uh, you can also call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Uh, we've been talking about Biden a bit. You know, in 2024, if he does decide to run again, it's possible it's the same matchup as 2020. Speaking of Trump, today was the funeral for Ivana Trump in New York City. But the other story making news, which I, I, I blinked and said that can't be. The House Speaker in the state of Wisconsin, the Republican House Speaker, said that Trump called him within the last week, still looking to overturn the 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin. Within the last week. Week, yes. Okay. There was a state Supreme Court ruling on July 8th, this is in Wisconsin, that most absentee ballot drop boxes in Wisconsin are illegal. Now, the ruling addresses future elections, not the one that Trump lost by about 20,000 votes. But I guess Trump decided that's good enough to rattle the cage again. <laughs> so he called up is he, the Speaker of the Wisconsin House. Is he just trolling them or is he serious? Uh, I mean, I, this is starting to look like a sign of insanity. I, I, I mean, it has for a while now. Uh, I think this guy I mean, said well, this guy was very nice about it too. His name is Robin Voss, and he said uh, it's very consistent. He makes his case, which I respect. He would like us to do something different in Wisconsin. I explained that it's not allowed under the Constitution, and he has a different opinion about that. He has a different opinion about everybody's Constitution. Do you know? In three months, it'll be two full years. He's been banging on this, and and I'm I'm convinced. You know, Biden is senile, and I think Trump. Is insane. I think he's lost his mind. Him, him, and Giuliani like to lose. I, yeah, I mean, this, this is, this is crazy. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm seriously. If you're a Trump supporter, how could you say out loud you're going to vote for him when the next guy is going to say, "But he's been screaming for two years that he won the election and he didn't." In case you forget, they did a recount there too. Oh yeah, they've they've done all the recounts. No. They, they've gone through every possible legal avenue i think there were 60 lawsuits lost every single one of them you lose sometimes boss says he talks to trump regularly even though they don't see eye to eye on the 2020 election I results i just and i don't know for some reason you decided to go public with the latest push by trump to overturn the results from 2020 i just don't want to hear about it anymore some I, people I, like a determined I, politician who I can't, doesn't take I, defeat well. I, I can't stand hearing about issues that have zero chance of changing i really can't I can't stand well, this stuff that boils People said into that the about news. abortion for years, and then look what happened, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's everyone only, thought that was settled law. Let's move on, and then you got this Supreme Court, and there you go. But it's only half changing. I mean, this everything's be, chaos again. There's going to be 25 states where it's legal. Even that's really not a big deal, right? But the underpinnings of it yeah. got changed as well. they overturned Roe v. Wade. All right, well, let's talk about, of course, what else is going on in Southern California, but crime. Uh, <laughs> this one's unbelievable. Last night in the Beverly Grove neighborhood of Los Angeles, this time the burglars, when they wanted to break into a store, didn't just take a sledgehammer to the door or the windows. They drove a van right in, <laughs> smashed their way in, 
and they made off with a lot of high-end stuff. Uh, where's our fashion lady? Chanel? Oh. Chanel is, is very high-end. Yes, yeah, it is. she walks around. I love Chanel. Yeah. I do. Yes, you walk around with, uh, oh, I can't say what you walk around with. All right. Somebody what? will rip it right off you. You know, they oh, in terms of some no, sort of... No, she, she has all kinds of fake Chanel. That's... Yes. <laughs> oh, she busted <laughs> fake Chanel. Well, I don't. I don't buy fake stuff, but I do know Chanel, and I do like Chanel, and it is very expensive. Mm. But she just wears it in her room. That's right. Yeah. Oh, in her room? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the newsroom? No, 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 in, in her bedroom. She doesn't leave the bed. You can't take any risks out no, there. No, you can't. Well, that's what LAPD, that was their warning, that you should not wear any high-end jewelry and certainly not any high-end, like, handbags and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight suspects used the van to smash into the glass display window at the front of the store. Um, it says here it's unclear if they got away with anything. Well, I would imagine if you're doing all that, you'd get in there as fast as possible and start loading up bags full of merchandise and leaving. I wonder if the... Uh... The wealthy, white, woke women on the West Side Mm. uh, who uh, voted for Gascon are realizing what their life is like now because Gascon doesn't prosecute anyone. And now that you're being scolded not to wear jewelry and fancy bags and uh, really anything, right? Watches, you can't... You, you can't have to wear, walk around naked. You can't wear anything with designer label on it. I mean, are you, are you, do, do they see the connection? Because I still see some of them online, and they, you know, they go right to the mat, trying to virtue signal their progressive values. It's like you realize how your life is getting constricted. Oh, and then they'll just say it's just part of living in the city. You know, <laughs> again, the term I use and I hate it is normalize. You're normalizing no. homeless behavior it, and crime to the point where you just shrug. It, oh, that's just the way it and, is these and, days. And it's and it's a lie. It's not part of living in the city because um, we didn't used to live like this for many many years. There are periods where you get weak leaders and and lacks enforcement, and that produces those conditions. And that'll happen anywhere, in any town. If you have weakness, then you get crime. Yeah. The criminals take advantage of it because they follow this stuff. See, I, you may say, oh, they're too dumb. They don't read. They don't hear the news. They don't have to. Their buddies just tell them to hop on social media and, uh, oh, there we go. It looks like... a. Uh, you know, Joe that robbed a store the other night's already released. What? Are you, oh, they got no bail going on. Oh, that's good. That's nice. You, you know what? You just misdemeanor. Have, okay, sure. You you know you have to live long enough, and some of these wealthy West Side uh, woke women are old enough. You live through the cycles, right? In New York, there was David Dinkins in the '90s, and then Rudy Giuliani, and suddenly everything magically got cleaned up, right? Here in LA, we had Dick Reardon in the '90s, and everything magically cleaned up, and the and the city ran efficiently and properly and government did its job for a few years so i'm sorry it does work we've had periods where it worked it's not part of being in the city it's because of the really awful horrible morons that you vote for that you're really proud of and defend so i don't know what to tell you but don't give me this bs oh this is the way no it's not it could change on a dime tomorrow uh, now, an update on the 7-Eleven robbers and murderers. They were arraigned in court yesterday. Uh, we found out their names are Malik Pat, age 20, and Jason Payne, 44. In the early morning hours of July 11th, they went on a spree, robbing 7-Elevens in a couple of different counties, Brea, La Habra, Santa Ana, Ontario, Riverside, and Upland. And then we found out Friday that they had been arrested and charged 
The one that's charged with murder is the younger guy, Pat. Um, the older man, they're still trying to prove his complicity in the case, or at least link it. They do know each other. They lived on the same street. They may have committed a whole lot of more crimes. One thing that popped up is that apparently they tried to buy more ammunition at a sporting goods store in the days after July 11th. So they had plans. Why Malik Pat decided to shoot all these people is unclear because it looks like they committed robberies before July 11th, but just on that day is when he just started shooting people, customers, store clerks. He just went on a, and that's what Spitzer called him, a cold stone serial killer. Yeah. Um, however, they ran into a problem because apparently the older man, Payne, does have a criminal record. So that would have made it difficult to buy ammunition at a sporting goods store. How did they get it originally? Who bought it? I don't know. I don't know. And if they and if they got it originally, why would they need to just go into a sporting goods store and so, try to buy more? And if a guy walks in, you've got two suspicious guys walk in, and one guy's got a record. You assume the other guy does, too. And they want to buy ammunition. I mean, shouldn't you make a call to somebody? Or, or maybe somebody did? Was that part of the investigation? I think so. I don't know. I mean, um, I you know, I I if I was a clerk, I'd, I I or if I was yeah, they manager, said they have evidence that they tried to buy ammunition, so uh, they must have found out. Yeah, I'd be calling the police every time a guy with a criminal record wants to buy a gun or or, uh, or ammunition, and it shows up on my background check. I'd say, you know, what, I'm going to call the police just in case. Right. Because because the the purchaser knows that he's not allowed to do it. Right. He knows that he's got a record and he's denied. That uh, that freedom, he's trying to do it anyway. Must have a motivate. Must have a plan. So we need to find out just what Payne's criminal record is. We've just gotten an indication hmm. that he has one. Shouldn't we have it by uh, now? It's out there. I don't. I mean, usually, those are public records. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I know. Why? Why is it not being really? Is it something really embarrassing? I. I, I mean, I'm. I'm always. I'm always suspicious. When information takes that long to come out, it's like they're hoping people forget about this story or they just lose their uh, passion about it. And yeah. we'll hear about it in court filings in two months after people stop caring all that much. Yeah, so it's only the first guy, Pat. Malik Pat is being charged with the three murders, but they're charging Payne also with the robberies and uh, being an accomplice. Uh, he's been accused of one count of attempted robbery so i'm thinking that he wasn't at the 7-elevens with malik pat maybe he was in a car as a driver maybe yeah we don't know that yet but we don't know but he does he was not he was not present on the surveillance so did, did, did you see the photo in one of the news sites of the orange county public defender smiling with uh oh i'm looking at it right now pain see a little, little smile on her face uh yes well yeah. it's her client she wants to be you know considerate <laughs> of her client uh, yeah, he's been charged with three felony counts of robbery and one felony count of attempted robbery. Yeah. So. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. Coming up after 3 o'clock, it's a hoot. The El Segundo Times did a story on what's been going on with that new Sixth Street Bridge in downtown L.A. that opened just a couple of weeks ago. 
and is already the source of graffiti and mm-hmm. street takeovers. And just the way they did the story is hysterical because mm-hmm. they're trying to make it sound like, well, first of all, it's important to remember that LA is a very segregated city. And this opens a new pathway between the east side and downtown Los Angeles. It's opening up neighborhoods to each other to allow each other to have cultural exchanges. Yeah. It's stuff like that, the way it's written, it's hysterical. And apparently, the Ignoring col- the fact that they're making a mess of a hugely expensive bridge. Is that part of the cultural exchange, all the graffiti? All the uh, the car races. It's the... people expressing themselves. Ah, I see. They're expressing oh, it's, them. It's by, a hoot. By causing and there's death. one woman at the end of the story that goes, I love graffiti. It's one of these woke women. Who <laughs> doesn't lo- mind and that, thinks we're so segregated. That, that, it's about time great. we built a bridge to connect neighborhoods. That, that's great. You know what? She this should... comes out of that same thinking that freeways are racist. We've talked about this. That oh, they cut you off people what? from other people. And all this nonsense. <laughs> They're crazy people. And they have the spotlight now. Every day, all day. All the media outlets highlight the crazy people who tell us that graffiti is good and, and, and guys who instigate car crashes on the bridge. That's a good thing, too. All these dangerous, unsafe things, which could kill and probably will kill somebody. Oh, that's just this is cultural expression. Yeah, apparently the skateboarders are going nuts. Yeah. I, I, Ten uh, years ago, this story would have been, this is awful. Stop this. <laughs> Get the police to stop these people. It's a brand new bridge. People like the idea of it and it's become a tourist attraction and they're killing it. Do something. That would have been the story. Right. Instead, it's got this whole spin with <laughs> that we're supposed the to res- underserved neighborhood yeah. angle and all this crap. We're supposed to respect the chaos of young men who, you know, create all kinds of dangerous situations. We're, we're supposed to tolerate it, put up with it. What, what this bridge needs is a pretty good sized police force for a while. That's what it needs. I mean, I mean, for you know what? For all the work that L.A. does to impede normal traffic flow for normal people, like when they do road diets and they block off lanes and they build all these weird abutments and they put up these posts trying to, to trying to slow down traffic. When it comes to this, anything goes. Bring your spray paint. Bring your racing car. All right. Here's a headline that's a harbinger of what's to come. For the state of California. How many times in this show have we told you that all this nonsense with the big surplus and they're all going nuts in Sacramento with all this extra money and how are we going to spend it and blah, blah. It's going away. Here's the headline. CalPERS. That's the big public employee retirement system. $29 billion loss for the first six months of this year. That's the worst since the big recession back in 08, 09. Yep. 13 years. The state's going to face the same dead end Because you can forget about these surpluses. If the markets continue the way they have the first half of the year, I don't see why they wouldn't because inflation and the recession looks like it's around the corner. It's going to be a bloodbath. They're going to be completely dry. And you're going to hear Newsom crying about how the money's not. I'm I'm telling you this right now. By the end of the year, we're going to start to hear this. Mm -hmm. That it's not like last year. We're certainly not on on target for a surplus. Well, the, the, a lot of the profits have been cashed in. Anybody who wanted to cash in the profits did so by now. And uh, they spent a lot of that money on uh, real estate. It's like they moved their investment money from stocks to real estate. So that caused real estate to surge. And that's where people have parked their money. Uh, yeah, apparently stocks and bonds lost a lot in the pension mm-hmm. funds holdings. They actually did well with private equity and real estate investments. It would have been an even bigger loss if they didn't have some of the CalPERS money in those. Right. Because it's it's 
tons of people just moving from one asset class to another. And they're moving from stocks to real estate, largely. Right. And uh, so you're not going to have people selling stocks in great numbers anymore. Most of that's happened, which means you're not going to get the, uh, the tax revenue. Right. Stocks are dropping, which they did for the first six months of the year. Yeah, people I mean, are selling, but they're not getting the capital gains they would have had, right. you know, the last several years. So the, the the whole money stream is going to stall out now. So right now they have about seventy two percent of what they would need to pay off all of their long term debt, which is, in case you didn't know, the public employee pension debt. About seventy two percent. They never have all that they need, but of course they can always say, Well, we're not paying everybody today, right? This is mm -hmm. years into the future, so let's not worry about that. So <laughs> And they won't. They won't. <laughs> what do they care? They're getting paid. They'll get their pension. They'll get they'll get out of town and be dead before the thing crashes. Now here's one of those stories that here on the John and Ken show, uh, there are several people, and I'm talking to two of them, who refuse to believe that it's true or real. Yet, what do you know? John Cobelt forwarded this story. A woman in England went into the bathroom to take a poop, and out came a baby. Did you Didn't hear this, know. Deborah? Didn't know she was pregnant. I have not heard this one. She... I've heard so many stories like this okay. before. She heard a plop while she was sitting on the bowl. Yeah. She looked down, and there was a pair of feet sticking up. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, I've that... had two babies, and I can't even imagine not knowing. I, I... I would, the first thing I would have been said was, what did you eat? <laughs> Something with feet? Oh. <laughs> Cannibal woman. She uh, said she had minor back and stomach pains one night before, but thought nothing of it. One night before? I don't know. I wouldn't this. say I see a picture of her holding the baby. I, she's heavy, but she's not like really heavy. Uh, I, I see heavier women. This generally happens to heavier women. Yeah, I, I, but there's, there are other signs. Go go ahead. Go through the list of all the pregnancy discomforts. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, you stop getting your period. So um, that's one big sign. Yeah. So, no, so nine months without a period. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, she said she took birth control daily. This woman's 22, by the way. She's young. Well, so not having many, much experience with having a child was probably one factor in this. Uh she passed a fit-to-fly exam just weeks before delivery, took two pregnancy tests. Both came back negative. Oh, wait a minute. How good is that test? I, I can't believe I can't believe the story. She I drank socially throughout the nine months. Well, <laughs> good for that kid. Uh, <laughs> supposedly barely showed any signs of even a pregnancy bump. What about movement inside the old tummy? I guess the, the, the little girl didn't want to... The little girl now, was fine and healthy. Did your babies kick hard enough that you would gasp? Yes. Right. There's there's another example. And not to mention, I could see what looked like an elbow or something, yes. something sticking out of my stomach. You can actually see body parts yes. poking inside the belly. They kick really hard, and sometimes they're rolling around for a while, and you can't sleep while that's happening. Absolutely. In fact, my I mean, my wife had a really difficult time sleeping a lot of nights. You know, she she would just and and you can't you can't lay on your back either because the amniotic fluid will then will then sink to the sides, and that's not good for the baby. So you got to stay on your side and, and sprawl out. I spent a lot of nights on the couch, and, and she was up for hours and hours. And there, there's, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of nausea. And there are other and changes in your body, too. Yeah, I just think for some women, and they're rare, No, it's not that big a deal. No, they're either incredibly stupid or it's, it's a big fake. 
They, I, 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 there's something. Women wrong. used to give birth and go back out in the fields and work, but they knew they were pregnant. Right. The well, idea that is, you, you don't think this is a fake. Why would she well, the, fake? The, I don't know. It's it's like people when they're mentally ill, they they fake illnesses. They fake uh, you know their kids being sick. So I she even faked the story that she thought she look was going to take a poo and the baby popped look out. Look at all she the attention she got. I, uh, maybe. It doesn't mention that there's a boyfriend or a husband. So she's on birth control. She called her parents to come over and help her because she had trouble with the umbilical cord, is what she's telling oh, the oh, story. The umbilical cord popped off, oh. and, she, and, and, and the baby was leaking blood, oh and she carried it to the sink oh. until the rescue uh, people came. No, she's 22. She has no idea what to do. Uh, uh, all Everybody has a first child. <laughs> she didn't know Every, she was having a first child. First time mothers are all inexperienced. <laughs> she had no right. idea. She hadn't read the book. She took birth control pills. There's no husband. There's no boyfriend. Is this, was this an immaculate conception? This might be the return of Jesus here. <laughs> all right. When we come back, uh, as only the El Segundo Times can write a story, you probably heard by now that uh, a few weeks ago... They opened this new bridge in downtown Los Angeles called the Sixth Street Bridge. Connects downtown L.A. with the east side of L.A. And it's already the scene of car takeovers and graffiti and accidents. And the police have had to close it a couple of times. Where do you see how they reported this? Coming up. And you'll see when you get pregnant, you'll know it. Because <laughs> men can get pregnant now. Could happen to Ken any day. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.